Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey friends, happy Wednesday. Welcome in. It's Donna and Steve, the experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, fun fact, Donna's not here. So it's now the Steve and Kelly with an I, Kelly Hansen experience for today. Kelly from Twin Cities Live stepping in uh, today. You were doing, we, we have sent the bat signal out to you multiple times this week. Yeah, I, um, I'm sorry. I couldn't help Monday. Listen, you have a life. You have a it's job. A, well, okay, we understand. Listen, when Donna texts you at 6 a.m., you know it's, <laughs> it's an emergency. And I felt so bad for her. Have you heard her speak lately? Um, yeah. Did you hear her speak the day that she sent the bat signal to you, Kelly? No. Let me uh, show you how the, this is how the message started that I got in my noise canceling headphones at 6, 11 a.m. Here's how she sounded. Hey, Houston, I think we have a problem. No. So, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Great. She has full so on good. what laryngitis, huh? Yeah, yeah, it started as like another thing, and then it turned into laryngitis. Fun fact for the class, I learned something about laryngitis because I thought, well, you know, I'm kind of, I wouldn't say, you know, like, I would lean a little more loosey-goosey with general sicknesses, stomach bugs, and I'm like, could you please stay away from me? But if you have the sniffles, I'm like, okay, we can carry on. I'll just keep my distance and let's not share spoons. However, I look up laryngitis because if you have multiple people on the same show, who can't speak, bad for the show. Mm-hmm. Is laryngitis contagious? Kelly Hansen, you were a former fake medical reporter. How would you answer that question? And then I'll tell you what I learned. From from you, from the setup, I want to mm-hmm. say yes, that it is contagious. I gave you context clues. Yeah, you did. It turns out it's both. Laryngitis, if developed on its own, not contagious. If it is developed as part of an infection. So let's say you had a sore throat and then a runny nose and then laryngitis comes, that is contagious. If you have no symptoms today and you wake up tomorrow and you can't speak, not contagious. I have had the latter where, and this is when I was in TV news, I woke up one day, zero voice, like worse than Donna. And I'm like, I feel fine. It kind of was a nice little vacay because like you just can't talk, you feel fine. Absolutely. But you cannot speak. And when you're in TV and radio, that is how you make a living. Donna, speaking. Donna feels, um, Donna does not feel good taking a sick day. I think there's a part of her that sort of prides herself in not taking sick days. There's this like, no, but I need to be there and what will happen? No, Whereas, but you, you get know, sick, girls. Take yeah, it off. That's what I, take yeah, it I, off. I, take it off. And I said, what a great day. If you don't have a voice, but you otherwise feel good, that is God's gift to you. Receive it. Watch movies. I have not lost my voice in a very long time. I don't know if I've ever lost my voice. Not like that. Not like where, not like you have a cold or you have, you know, strep throat or something, but just lost your voice. No. It's been years. Yeah. I'd kind of like to for a day. Me too. You think you guys get sick of hearing me? I get sick of hearing me. I'd like to just turn <laughs> it off of for a little you. bit. 
Uh, by the way, yesterday was a very fun day. We talked about it on the show here yesterday, but I made my <laughs> triumphant return to Twin Cities Live. It was my first time guest co-hosting since I was abruptly fired from that show, more or less, in 2021, November of 2021. So it was 16 months since I had left the show. I left the show very happily, by Wait, the way. Wait, you hadn't filled in before? Wait, you had. No, I hadn't. Really? This no. was the first time? You, and I wasn't even there? I, I walk into the office, to the Twin Cities Live office, and I'm like, okay, I'll have to act surprised when I walk <laughs> through the streamers in the door. I go in. That place is a friggin' ghost town. It was town. a ghost town. No. Yeah, did you sit in my chair? I went and tried to log on to Ben's computer, and then it wouldn't let me into the old scripting software for us to look through what's coming up in the show today. So then I had to go to someone else's computer who was already logged on there, um, and it w- but you, you weren't there. Uh-uh. Kristen Hobrick wasn't there. It We're was out it, running the town for a while. It was me, Betsy, Betsy Moline, producer, and uh, Tracy Robb, office manager, connoisseur, and we just were in there. <laughs> and then people started slowly coming over the closer we got to showtime. But uh, yeah, it, I was like, sorry, Steve. I, I did hear though at the beginning of the show there was some screaming and cheering from. People in the studio, people yeah. were really excited. Who were those people? Were they on our staff? They were on our staff. Okay. Uh, but also, <laughs> you, you know. Did you get an Arsenio Hall dog pound? And I had coached them beforehand. Uh-huh. I said, here's how I'd like to be introduced. Yep, yeah, uh, two whoops. Um, no, but it was very nice. You know, um, a couple of uh, folks who we know, of course, we work for Hubbard Broadcasting. A couple of the children now, they work here in growing, meaningful roles. Jane and Tom, they came down oh, and were yeah. cheering and came over to say, like, welcome back. It was really sweet. And then our buddy TJ Therian from uh, TikTok and Instagram, who is known for his birth order videos. He's got over a million followers on TikTok. He's got like 600,000 on Instagram Really funny videos. Uh, he was there as well, and uh, he had guest co-hosted a lot right after I mm-hmm. left the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was his first time back since he had last guest co-hosted before really? Ben Lieber yeah, was I announced. So it was it. a re- oh, it was a homecoming, Kelly. Yeah, I I when Elizabeth was out with her ankle break, I hosted a lot with TJ. With TJ, yeah. So we became close buds. Yeah. So I'm bummed I didn't get to see. Both of my buddies in person. It, it was a good time. We had a, we had a whole lot of fun, and it was it was great. And midway through the show, um, you know, Elizabeth was asking how it felt, and I said, you know, if someone, if you just told me that something had interrupted the space time continuum, and that in fact it was 2018 yesterday, I would have totally believed you. And isn't it bizarre how things can feel simultaneously like a long time ago? And like last week, as I walked strange. into the dressing room and like just even this sounds silly, but when you have a rhythm of your day, something that you do every mm-hmm. single day, turning the handle and opening the door, those are sounds that are familiar to me and bring back memory. So as I go into this little dressing room, which is, by the way, nowhere near as glamorous as you think it is right now, folks, when you hear me say dressing room, you're like, oh, I, th- I think it's going to get a makeover. This is what I've heard. Really? I've heard a makeover is coming, but I don't know when. We've we've upgraded some equipment in the studio, so that I think was first priority. Yeah, once you left, Steve, it was like, hey, <laughs> let's let's give a facelift to this place. Honest to goodness. But I'm like, I think I might get a drawer in there. Isn't that exciting? Really? With your name on it? I don't have it? a drawer. 
I think wow. I could have a drawer if I wanted to. I think there's some empty ones in there, but I don't know. Ooh. In the dressing room or in the makeup room? Now we've what gone really inside about? baseball. I'm baseball. talking about the makeup room. Are you talking about the closet? I'm talking about the little changing room. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's not glamorous. Oh, yeah. It is not glamorous. <laughs> and by the way, the makeup room is not glamorous yeah, either. Keep yeah. you humble. Uh, but anyway, all those little things, the sounds and all that, it just was like, didn't I just do this last week? And so it was like, wow, crazy that I did that 16 did, months ago. Did you see all of the shoes that Ben Lieber has in the dressing room? Yeah, it was frankly showy. It, I was just like, is he? Is this a flex? He has as many as Elizabeth in there. I, I wonder what size shoe. I almost tried a pair on. Oh, I bet I bet he, what is he, a size 13? Probably. Size 12? That's what you yeah. are, right? You're a size yeah, right 13. Around there. The only reason I know this is because my husband's a size 13, too. I do not randomly know your shoe size. No. <laughs> she that would be know. very it's okay. odd. It's okay to admit it, Kelly. Don't worry about it. But Holly, she's 13. got a chart of all right, co-workers' shoe sizes, <laughs> shoe size. but she claims it's not a foot thing. Right, right. Definitely not. No, but size 13 shoe, that's a big foot. It is. You get limited selection at and the I've, store. Yeah, I've had to shop for shoes for my husband. Just pick me up a size 13. Okay. Yeah, you're right next no. to like orthopedic shoes, shoes that have medical lifts inside yeah. of them. It's not a My great oldest, place she's going to gonna have, she's a size 10 and she's just 13. Oh, my youngest really? is a size 9 and she's a 10 year old. Oh, so my, my gosh. children, I'm, they say your feet stop growing before you do. Yes. So I'm thinking my oldest, I'm thinking we're close to the end of the foot growing. Because if not, I mean, she's going to have very limited shoes when it comes to finding a woman's shoe. Let's round out this now suddenly creepy conversation. Great. What size are, shoe do you wear? I wear an eight and a half or nine. Very average. Never can okay. find a shoe in my size because everyone wears that shoe size. Interesting. So I wonder if your girls are going to be taller than you because they kind of grow into your feet, right? Well, you know, my husband's side, they have six, eight, six, nine on oh their side. Oh, my word. Yeah. My oldest is taller than me. She's mm. like five, six, seven, five, seven. Wow. I know. That's crazy. I know. Good thing they play a sport that they need height for. There you go. Volleyball 101. <laughs> That's right. Are you tall? You're playing volleyball. Um, hey, we've got Kelly Hansen. She's here all morning long at 1030. We're going to do the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's a double game day today because at 1130, it'll be a rock o'clock, and we're going to play the Millennial X Games. That's coming up soon. But when we come back, I read an interesting article this morning about everybody's talking about Ticketmaster, how expensive concerts are. Should you be going to see concerts in Europe instead? I will explain. Hmm. It's kind of a convincing argument. I'll break it down. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Don't forget, you can always download the My Talk 1071 app. If you haven't downloaded that already, you can listen to any of your shows on demand whenever you would like. That's where you can also enter for a chance to win the Pick Your Prize. It is a $10,000 grand prize. Our Pick Your Prize contest goes like this. Every day on our show at 11 a.m., uh, we will announce the winner of the day. You win 100 bucks, and then boom, automatically entered for a chance to win that $10,000 prize. All sorts of great reasons wow. to download the app. Uh, that is the voice of Kelly Hansen, who is a Twin Cities Live reporter. She's been on that show for Ever. 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. What, 11 years? 10 no, years? I, almost 12. Oh, my word. Can you believe it? Uh, and so she is filling in for Donna Valentine, who is resting her voice today. We've got Holly Roberts, ho row on the other side of the glass, which is great Go! for hour one. There she is. That's a sound <laughs> that she is probably in distress. How's uh, it going over there, Holly? Holly's rewiring stuff. Yeah, These producers like, over there. Yeah, we're just like rearranging the kitchen a little bit. Great. Yeah, Thank they, you. They keep their hands full. You know, I read an interesting article 
on NBCNews.com, of all places. The title, uh, the headline read, Louisville or London? U.S. Beyonce fans share why they opt for European tickets. Can I just say I appreciate how you said Louisville? Thank you very much. You said it all. I said Louisville. That's how you say it. I'm that's Instead how you of say Louisville. It. Right. I'm I grew up close to Louisville okay. and that's how they say it. Go ahead. I, I also once went I think was in where's the yeah 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 the uh Kentucky Derby. Churchill Downs. It's near that's Louisville. Lexington Lexington. Yeah, close enough. You probably fly into Louisville, right? <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. the more I say Louisville, the more fake that word sounds. <laughs> um anyway, So I see this headline, and we've talked a lot about Ticketmaster kind of sucking and charging people and Mm. the dynamic pricing, and it's just this big cash grab, and we, the consumer, get screwed. This is sort of an interesting argument. This is, I think, particularly for people who feel like your lifestyle allows you to travel. Maybe that means you don't have young kids, or maybe it means you have young kids, but they're ready to roll. Uh, maybe it means you're, I, I think if you were, if you were single and no kids in particular, you could really make this work. Cause then you only have to work out your schedule in your head and mm-hmm. then boom, you're gone. Uh, but this could work for a variety of people. So here's the sitch. A woman named Mercedes Ariel is talking about this on TikTok. She's a content creator. And she said back in 2018, she saw Beyonce and Jay-Z at the on the run Two tour in Paris. And get this, she got floor seats for Beyonce and Jay-Z in Paris for $92 a piece. But check this out. In her hometown, Dallas, the going rate in 2018 for those same tickets was $900 higher. Wait, why though? What's? Well, Ticketmaster's dynamic pricing model is more widely used here. There are also some consumer protection laws that help to keep prices down on some tickets in Europe. Um, and I guess it makes me feel like they are also keeping an eye, an eye or regulating in some way the resale market as well. But hmm. so that's that's one example. So I read that and I thought, okay, that's interesting. It goes on to say this year, having witnessed the botched Taylor Swift Eras Tour rollout, uh, the same woman, Ariel, she said that she had no desire to rel- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lion Ticketmaster and the United States system. So, she paid less for her international flight, her hotel stay, and a Beyonce ticket in Stockholm rather than her hometown friends who paid to see that same show in Dallas, she paid a little less than they did. Her VIP tickets to Beyonce in Stockholm were $366. Her hotel was essentially free because of points and miles and all that. She said, quote, Beyonce is going to sweat on me. That's how close I am. Now, since she last traveled to Europe to see... Exactly. And I think that's the interesting part of this argument, 
She said it's really important to make people aware that living within your means doesn't mean that your lifestyle can't be fabulous or that it can't have these glowing moments that will be forever memories. To me, though, uh, the savings are priceless. So she says this, um, speaking of Louisville again, <laughs> uh, there's another person here, uh, Kylan Schnell. She looked at floor tickets for Beyonce's Renaissance World Tour stop in Louisville, where she lives, she found some seats that were being resold for over $800. Oh. So given the steep price tag, she decided to take a look at floor tickets in London to see whether she could find a better deal. She says, when I looked at London, it was about $200, and the flight what? was like 660 bucks. So I was like, this is genuinely the same cost. Plus, she is a friend who lives in London, so it took very little convincing for her to go. So her point is, if you're going to spend $800 to see Beyonce, why would you not milk it as much as possible? And she mentions she is able to travel abroad with, with her job, and she's got time paid time off and all that kind of stuff. But if you're going to see Beyonce and you're going to be out of $800, wouldn't you rather, with that $800, see it in a in a location you've never traveled to or would love to travel to again feels like a little bit of a pain in the a right i mean all travel is to some extent you have to pay the just the physical tax of getting somewhere and the logistics but man then your memory is i saw beyonce in my hometown 20 minutes away from home hers is for the same price i saw beyonce in London, and I got together with a friend, and I saw Big Ben in Westminster That's Abbey. That's so fun. And then on the airplane, when someone says, traveling for work or pleasure, you say, I'm going to go see Beyonce. <laughs> right? That's right. That is a flex. And they're like, whoa. So and you don't like, say yeah. pleasure in that? You, you get specific? Is that the right I don't know. No one's ever said work or pleasure on a plane to me, ever. <laughs> People have said, like, what are you heading to Orlando for? You know, but... Yeah, you could definitely like flex that for sure. That sounds I, fun. Listen, I I haven't been doing a concert like a, a big concert in a very long time because the tickets are just so expensive. So expensive. I want to go see Shania Twain. I think she's here in May, but I just looked the other day and they're like upwards of three hundred dollars. Oh, which wow. Shania Twain's a you know she's an icon, but I don't really know if I want to spend that much money on a ticket. Listen, there are a lot of people who like. That's what they spend their money on, concerts. I like to go out to dinner, and we spend a lot of money on volleyball. So there. Listen, I don't know. <laughs> everybody lives different lives. That's you right. got to make choices. And when it's expensive, you really got to make some choices. Because pushing purchase or complete the order for a $300 ticket to any living performer, that's a lot. Um, hey, in my cart. When we come back, hey, Kelly Hansen celebrating an anniversary today. And then another popular Kelly, Kelly Rippa, talking about something in her relationship with Mark. Next. Where talk is fun. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Friends, what's up? Stevie Boy here for my buddies over at the Canopy Group. You know, I was just talking with my son this morning. I said, hey, tomorrow, March Madness is back. Sweet 16. Everybody's talking about the Sweet 16. Uh, the Canopy Group, they want to make you think of 16 in a different way. Let's call it the savory 16, okay? Just stay with me here. Here's what they do. They work with 16 all year round because they have 16 different insurance companies that they've partnered with 
to help get you the best rate uh, for your insurance and to get you the best coverage too, right? You're not going to get some like janky coverage where it's like, hey, I'm saving a lot of money. I'm also very underinsured. Not like that at all. What happens is people go to thecanopygroup.com. One of their 40 specialists starts walking you through the process. And uh, it's so cool because then they turn to these 16 insurance companies that they have established relationships with for years and years. And they say, guess what? We've got a new client here and they need new coverage. Who can give them the best at the best price? They do all the work. You get all the savings. TheCanopyGroup.com. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. The experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Kelly Hansen in for Donna Valentine. Good morning. Deval is out today resting her vocal cords because she sounded like a demon uh, by the end of the show yesterday. So we said, why don't you just rest those puppies and uh, and come back to us later this week when you feel a little bit better. So uh, otherwise, she's doing okay, though, just so you know. Kelly Hansen is celebrating an anniversary today. I am. Happy anniversary. Yeah. How many Thank years? Thank you. 15 years today. Oh, wow. So it's kind of like a round number one. Are you, are you doing something... Well, out of the ordinary? we we are not. We are running kids to sports tonight, and then Great. this weekend we'll be in a gym all day Saturday and all day Sunday. So, like many you couples, guys could go make out under the bleachers. Oh yeah! Except yeah. for they're like exposed, and it would really scar a lot of children. Oh, even okay. better. Yeah. Um, do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you know. I was talking to my husband last night. I said, "It's so weird. We're not really doing anything on our anniversary. It's just weird." He's like, "Yeah, even if we wanted to this weekend, we couldn't." And then we were talking about how a lot of couples don't actually celebrate on the day or the week. They take a trip later in the year. So, which is what we're going to do. We're going to go to Nashville later in the year. Oh, and um, we're going there for a friend's wedding. We're going to extend the trip, though, and have like before and after all of our friends arrive. And I, I'm really excited about it because I love Nashville. I've been there many times. My husband's been there for like a total of 10 hours. And mm. so... It'll be fun to show him around, but also do things I've never done with him together. Uh, I've never been to the Ryman. I really want to go do that. Or the Bluebird Cafe, like things like that. So, um, yeah, happy anniversary, Steve. He's listening. He he surprised me with a dozen roses. Oh, that's I woke up this morning. I came downstairs, and there were a dozen roses in a cart sitting on the island. So I'm like... When did he put when that did out? He get them? I he left the bedroom last night and I he's like, I'll be right back. And I think he said like I wanted to check the doors or something. I can't remember yeah. what he said. But yeah, he put out some flowers and um yeah, happy anniversary. So it's fun. Fifteen oh, years. Made it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. A- that is a long time. I like that you're extending the trip before and after. Is that what you said you're doing? In, yeah, we're going to do a day before our friends get there, and then we're going to leave. Probably a, our friends might stay, you know, but we're, um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. And it's just when you, you know this, when you have kids, and summer is so short because they're involved in so many things, um, yeah. you don't really have time away with your spouse. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's very, very rare. Yeah, that that sort of alone time is rare, and it is awesome when it happens. We did it. We did a trip to Colorado earlier this year. I saw that. Was that just the two of you? No, it was uh, the two of us, and we were invited by my brother and his uh, wife, and then my one our cousin who we grew up with, essentially right up the street. He came as well with his wife, and uh, his wife and and my wife are great friends, and we all were in the same college together and all that. So, oh, it's just so fun. But being there without kids, even if you're not alone, even if you're just with other adults who don't have kids, 
obviously, then the conversation sits uh, or hits a little bit differently as you can kind of sink into it. Mm-hmm. And you're not whipping your head around saying, all right, hang on one second. I got to go put them to bed. Or I got to change this right. diaper, whatever the case might be. So, yeah, it was great. Great, great uh, reminder for folks. If you can break away from the littles, it'll be good for you. And it will be good for the littles, too. It's good when... uh. You know, if mom and dad can just have some time to connect together, that benefits the children as well. I just think about last night I was thinking about, you know, you always around your anniversary, you think about what was I doing at this time? Like yesterday, last night I was thinking, oh, we just finished our rehearsal 15 years ago. It's, you know, it's it's a rain. It was a rainy day on our wedding, which is kind of it's rainy day today. So it's and then I was thinking about how I never imagined where I'd be 15 years down the road, you know. I've, I've, when I met my husband, I was a year into news reporting. Now I've been doing it for more than 20 years. You know, it's just like a weird, we have a 13 year old. Like what? The size nine shoes. Yeah. No size 10. <laughs> no size 10. Oh, jeez. Like you just, up. you can't imagine your life in, in, in a different way until it's there. And it's just, it's fun to see um, all that's changed, our moves we've done. And he's got facial hair like you now. He grew a beard. Yeah, he lo- his beard looks great. Yeah, you like lot- him better with a beard, huh? I like I like his look a lot. Yeah, easy, Kelly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> her eyes got all big <laughs> there. Happy anniversary. Yeah. No, I just I you know it's just masculine looking. He had yeah. a job for so long where he kept it clean shaven, and now he, you know, has a different job where he can kind of grow totally. it out a little bit, like that- you. That was mine. Yeah, mine was a protest beard. It was a revolt. It was a freedom beard, a uh, liberation beard. I was just like, no. Because any day, if I had gone like from two days of growth into three, I'd get some eyebrows and, huh, you going to shave there, pal? And I, I always thought, no, you should be able to have a beard. People have beards in real yeah. life, but I get it. But if, you can have you know, a nice, sh- like, clean cut. Like, yours and his, it's like, it's not it's not uh, caveman looking. It's sure. like, you're not, nice uh, and trim. <laughs> not David Letterman. Auditioning right. for the Oak Ridge Boys, Steve. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly right. But Steve, you right. have some gray in your beard, don't you? Increasingly, yeah. That is my husband. Yeah, I, I would actually prefer if the whole beard just made up its dang mind. I, I don't care if it went <laughs> all gray. You've got red, you've got red, brown. Dark brown, light brown, wow. and gray. It's wonderful. Yeah, so then I'll like try to dye some of it if I let it go long enough. But then you got to do that in a way that you don't show up one day looking like that guy from uh, Yellowstone all of a sudden with like a jet black beard. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I saw you yesterday. <laughs> and unless you took a month off and changed your DNA, that's not real. <laughs> Sudden shifts in appearance are difficult for me to walk in with, and I will just say are difficult for me to respond to. If I see that someone got a big haircut or a procedure or something like that, that day is an uncomfortable day for me as their friend, colleague, family member. It's just tough. If you don't agree with the look. No, it's not that. Hey, hey, hey. Come on, Kelly. You, You do one of the, oh, that's... It no, looks interesting. I don't, I don't say anything. Oh, you don't I feel even, so uncomfortable. You don't acknowledge it. That's no, even and worse. I, I, <laughs> well, I feel maybe I'm projecting because my most insecure days used to be when I would walk into school, middle school, high school, and if I had a haircut that I felt kind of oh, bummed that's about, the worst. and then I'm like, okay, well, now I'm like a walking art display all day where people will point and say what they like and dislike about it. It made me so insecure. So now if I have that happen, I don't feel great about it. Or if I see somebody else just encounter a big shift, I think I project there and I think I bet they're insecure and yeah, they don't want this to be a big true. deal. And so I say or maybe nothing. they love it. You I've I've cried at the hairdresser before. <laughs> 
due to dislike or like? Dislike. I was <gasps> young. I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. And, and I cried. I cried sitting in the salon chair. And I'm That's sure got to be tough for the stylist. I was just going to say, <laughs> looking back at that, you know, obviously, I think I was like eight or nine. But I cried. And I recently had uh, my, my youngest daughter got her hair cut. Now, she has long hair. And they took off a little more than than she thought. And I looked at her, and I could see the tears in her eyes. And I just shook my head like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't Cry do it. Cry, Cry in the, the car. car. And she did. And I'm like, your hair looks great. But mine was like a full-on Bob Dorothy Hamill to my chin situation. Mm. And it was real devastating. <laughs> this might not surprise you. <laughs> I got, we, everybody has a haircut that they really remember. You just shared yours. Everybody's got like that haircut. Uh, well, I used to look in the book when you would go, and we went to this place. Mm. It was called Broadway Joe's. The book. Broadway and we'd go on a Saturday Joe's. morning. And I could not tell you, this place could not have been more off-Broadway. But it was Broadway Joe's. <laughs> and he was just always, I don't know where he was from in the world. It wasn't from New Kensington, Pennsylvania. I'll tell you that. Because he'd be like, oh, Logan, you're coming back here. We're so happy to see you. And I said, great. He was, he was so fun to be there. I would look through the book and find these male hair models. And I was like, wow, look at his hair. Look at his hair. So there was this, like, really pompadoury, permy kind of a look. I was like, that looks great. And my older brother, Josh, the oldest, he said, that looks great too. And it was like, wow, we got the same haircut. I was on cloud nine and couldn't believe how great everything was going in my life that day as I walked around with his hair. He went to a Little League baseball year-end gathering at like some local VFW or something like that came home crying within oh, maybe no. 15 minutes because all of his friends made fun of his perm. So there he is now with his head hanging over the bathtub, under the faucet, <gasps> running all of it out to just try to get his hair back right, to because normal. because you can't get it wet for a while, right? And I meanwhile, remember. I'm thinking, are you nuts? This is as good as we've ever looked. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just the same experience, the same look, and we both lived it out very differently that day. Oh, man. God bless Broadway Joe. Hey, I have a story about Kelly Ripa, another Kelly who is married. She's got uh, her new podcast, which has just launched, I believe, today, maybe? Yeah, it's a Sirius XM podcast called Let, Let's Talk Off Camera with Kelly Ripa. But I thought it's your anniversary today. And here she is, guest number one, her soon-to-be co-host on live, Mark Consuelos. And they have now been married for 26 years. And so they sat yeah. down and they had a little chat about life and about marriage and all that kind of stuff. So I haven't heard it yet, um, but I, I will listen to it. And I'm excited to hear sort of the the style of conversation. I was reading about it, though. And People Magazine has a little write-up about it. And she says, right to Mark, which is great for him to just take this on the chin. She says, my biggest complaint about you over the course of our marriage, and this is not recent, because it definitely changed, and I don't know if I changed or if you changed or if it was some combination of change. But you used to be, quote, insanely jealous. And that was a hard pill to swallow. It's very hard being married to somebody who's jealous. It's kind of unattractive. And then she details this time when uh, it would happen like in a weird moment when she wouldn't think something would trigger jealousy. She said 1996, uh, they had they eloped that year. There's a waiter at a restaurant in Boston who called her a princess in Italian. So she said the waiter was this very cute old man. He was definitely in his 70s, if not 80s. I thought it was so cute that this old man called me a princess. And I looked at him, and I gave him my order in a very smiley way. And he walked away 
and then you picked a horrible fight with me, she says to Mark. So then I'm like, well, what's Mark going to say about this? He said, look, at age 25, I was pretty insane. But that jealousy thing, and this is pretty insightful, definitely followed me for a while. I'm not jealous anymore. It's a character flaw. It's ugly. And as ugly as it feels to the person who is on the receiving end of it, it's such an ugly feeling inside. If this is any consolation, you know you're being crazy, you being the jealous person. The jealous person knows that this is wrong and that it's ugly, but for some reason they seem to be unable to help it. Um, and so now they've changed and it's they've you know both grown through that. But I don't think I ever went through like the a jealous phase. I don't think I did either. I just always, I don't know. I don't think ever, I don't think Steve's ever been jealous either. I don't think. What if you're like at a work party and uh, and then your Steve, like some lady comes up and is like, Steve, I just love the way you manage Julia gets real close to Steve's face. My Steve. Julia. Of Lori and Julia? Of Lori and Julia. She, when she talks to Steve Hansen, she gets so <laughs> close to his face and then tells me every time how handsome he is, which I say, I know. I know, right? But I just, I just, that makes me laugh. That, jealous. that makes me laugh more than anything. Plus, <laughs> you know, sadly, my husband doesn't have a lot of game. Like, I don't ever see, like, Kelly. I know, he's it's listening. Your anniversary. I love you, I love you Steve. That's he might not have. But, he but might like, not have game. That's true, Holly. But what he lacks in game, he makes up for in thigh size. <laughs> Holly, you got to see this dude's quads. Oh boy! Legitimately, two trunks. I oh mean, this my dude. Gosh, crushing hands se- with the back of his knees. He's loving this. Sequoia. I mean, the, oh. just these two redwoods growing out of his you know, hips. He went to the gym twice yesterday. What? Oh, I know. Probably both times it was leg day. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing here? He's really trying to get back into shape. You know, as you get older, you fall off the wagon. He's really trying to get back into shape. And so he's like, I can't I can't work out Wednesday, so I just want to go one more time. I just got to get in for like 20 more minutes. It just makes me feel good. I said, um, fine, go. That's, that's great. great. That's that great. That is great. But yeah, he's he does have some <laughs> some big quads. Big quads. He was a football player. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a bunch of football players who aren't walking around Listen, with He's those. got rugby legs. A guy who has... Like That's a right. really big upper body, but real spindly legs. Oh, yeah. You can't no, miss leg thank day. You. No, thank yes. you. I'd rather have big upper body and then <laughs> nice legs. <laughs> I will say thank you guys for asking. I did leg day this morning at Good the job. gym. Thanks, everybody. Because I'm trying to grow my butt. And I have been for a few years. And I will say my legs and my butt are slowly growing. There is, is a, a difference. thought I've never wanted. Like, mm-hmm. I've never thought wanted to I want to butt? grow my butt. Mm-hmm. Never. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when you achieve your goal, Steve, invest in a pair of budgie smuggler swimsuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What, I just what are budgie smugglers? Budgie, budgie smugglers is a brand of swimwear from Australia. And is it and Good for the butt? butt look smaller? Well, no, it just it, it accentuates. accentuates. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to look up Budgie Smuggler. We're out of time, right, as wow. Budgie Smuggler came up. Uh, we'll take a quick break. See Something, Say Something is next. Kelly has something about a celebrity's child that is going to make everybody feel ancient, so like old. nursing home old. That's coming up when we come back. Welcome back. Happy hump day. Oh, my gosh. God. It's Wednesday. It's not a Steve experience on my talk one of one Kelly Hansen in for Donna Valentine today. Hi. Holly Roberts is here as well. Kelly, uh, last week we talked about this. Well, it was a week ago that we talked about this. The voice of, remember the, the Geico hump day camel? Yeah. That is, uh, did you watch This Is Us? Yes. Toby 
the guy who played no Toby. No way. That's uh, his voice? Christopher Sullivan, I believe is okay. his name. That's his voice? That yeah. is his voice? That's his voice. Is that how he got his start? I guess as a camel? <laughs> I guess so. Wow. I don't know. What Who found that little nugget of information? I learned it a while ago, and then it unearthed in my own brain underneath a bunch of rubble. Wow. We didn't even know it was still alive, but it came out last week. That's neat. So now you know that. Okay. Um, already, Kelly has seen things, so now we will say things. We'll do it together. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Well, well, we're all going to feel old now. Yes, we are going to feel very old. This felt like a fake headline when I saw it. Did it? It kind of felt fake to me, too. Just because I was like, well, she she can't be she close can't enough be. to that. She's in preschool. Right. Yeah. Uh, Surrey Cruz, who I thought was six forever, <laughs> she's nearing 17 years old and is starting to look into what college she wants to go to. Does that wow. just floor you? That seems nuts. She's going to be 17 years old soon, and I don't feel like you see a lot of pictures of Surrey Cruz. I think Katie Holmes has kind of really put the kibosh on that. And I feel like at this age is when she would start to kind of make more appearances on her own, but you don't mm. see much about her. A lot of paparazzi don't get photos of her, right? I mean, right, yeah. Not seeing much of her. So here is why this is a headline. Um, so she is starting the phase where you start to look at colleges, like what? Do, where do you where do you think you want to go? Her mom wants her to stay in New York, so she's close to home. But the headline is there's one person missing from this rite of passage, and that is her dad. Tom Cruise. So her dad has no part, zero part in her life after this divorce back in 2012. I didn't realize that they were so estranged. And I know it's because of his religious beliefs, but I, I had no idea they had no contact. Did you? I did not. But Holly comes from um, the Cobra days of Colleen and Bradley. And conspiracies and all that kind of stuff. I would have to imagine, Holly, that you guys did some deep dives at different points on the life of one Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Well, the reason that Tom Cruise and Surrey Cruise don't talk is because Surrey Cruise is considered a suppressive person in the Church of Scientology. That means that you are not to contact them at all under oh. any circumstances. And since Tom Cruise is like the number two in that organization, he takes it very seriously. So he he has chosen because of Scientology. He yep. is not contacting her. Right. Exactly. Oh, wow, that is so sad. It is. Choice. It's a yeah, horror. Now hey, I don't want to watch terrible. Top Gun again. It's, I mean, yeah, it's horribly sad. <laughs> and you know, this is just a high profile case of this kind of communication, but it happens with people all the time. What's it called again? A suppressive person? A, a suppressive person. You would be labeled a suppressive person or an SP. And what, what makes her suppressive? Because she was she was in Scientology and then left? Is that or? Yeah, because she left. Yeah, she left with Katie Holmes. They Even if it wasn't by choice? I mean, yeah. she, she was a child. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, because they, you know... I'm I'm probably speaking out of school here, so I can't necessarily speak to the well. Well, I the way that Scientology works sometimes is that the way that they interact with children is that you're like a fully formed 
person. So they're not mm. going to treat you like you're a kid and you oh, have you have to develop. You're just a person. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, so That's they bizarre. got divorced in 20 well, I think 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. They have not seen each other in 10 years at all. Um, but here's the interesting thing. Um, despite ending their relationship, he's holding up his end of the deal when it comes to um, their fi- the finances. He pays $400,000 a month in child support payments, but that will end when she turns 18. But it sounds like he has agreed to help pay for college, I would think. So that's, what is that, $4.8 million a year? Four hundred child support. I hope that Katie Holmes um, is being really wise with that money. You know what I'm saying? Four hundred thousand sounds like a lot, but that has to do with how much you make as a couple and all that. Not like, hey, and in order for us to have food every month, we need this four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, she strikes me as someone who would put that away, right? Don't you think she seems responsible? Hey, just stash that puppy in a long-term savings account right now. You'll get like four and a half percent on it. Am I right? <laughs> Capital sure. One. Anyway, I, I, I just I just was shocked to learn that she was even a teenager. Listen, I know it's called time and it moves along, but I for sure did not think she was 17 years old. I'll tell you what, Kelly, I love talking about time because I find it to be fascinating. The passage of time is so fascinating. Last night, I take Rex out to go to the bathroom before he, we go to bed and I stand outside on the porch in a T-shirt and pants and it was cold and i looked and though the snow was melting there's still snow and i thought wow in three and a half months <laughs> i'll be lighting fireworks oh, here for the fourth mm. of july and then i thought I that means that like what eight and a half months ago is when i last did it and so that feels like really has that been eight and a half months and then looking forward i thought really Life's going to be hamburgers and sweat, and I need to go back inside to cool down in three and a half months. Nothing makes sense. <sighs> Nothing. I've thought about recently, just because it's been so miserable here, what will happen on the first day where I'm like, it's too hot to be outside. It's just too hot. I can't even walk from my car into the house. It's too hot. Like You'll just complain. It'll just be just like that. And you'll forget I... about winter, and you'll just be like, I hate this. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see the grass in my front yard. Um, I did find a current picture of, of Surrey Holmes. Beautiful. And she looks 17. It's amazing, that wow. time thing. What a journey. I know. What um, a journey. That being said, it's actually now time for us to say goodbye to Holly Roberts. Oh. And that gets emotional too. Holly cries in the bathroom. Yeah, the of- yeah. I put my feet up in the stall so nobody knows that I'm there. They just hear the a, a heave every once in a while. <laughs> uh, so Holly will uh, she'll take off now. We have got DJ Mike Zamboni, the Big Z. He's coming in. He's got a dirt alert for us. Uh, also, Kelly unearthed with the help of Guinness World Records. Who the most popular music artist is in the world? Find out who next.